welcome to episode number 70 of the Nintendo Jump Podcast. We are a weekly discussion podcast created for Nintendo gamers by Nintendo gamers. It is October 22nd, and my name is Daryl. And today, once again, I'm joined by my good friend Sergio. How are you, man? Hey, Daryl. I'm doing, I'm doing great. You know, I have an announcement to make. By the time everyone listening hears this, I would have played more Rocket League than Splatoon 2. On oh Switch. no! It's been surpassed. Oh no! Six hundred and eighty hours. Dang, that's <laughs> real good. What? <laughs> so, pour one out for poor Splatoon. Oh man, <laughs> that is so sad to me. Um, although I I, I love Rocket League, but ugh. Mm. man, <laughs> all right. With that downer, um, we're we're also joined. You heard him, uh, Kevin. How are you, man? Ma'am. I'm just chilling, you know. I know y'all love your sports, you know. Sergio, soccer, Daryl, hockey. For me, it's basketball, and you know, today is the start of the 2019-2020 uh, season of the National Basketball Association or the NBA. So obviously, I'm very stoked and hyped. Um, you know, going to the home game opener tomorrow with the Blazers. So you know, uh, it's gonna be a fun game. And, uh, yeah, I'm going with a Corker friend. And uh, aside from that, video games are, man, I, you know, I'm having a good time. And, you know, whether it's video games or basketball games, watching them, uh, yeah, I'm good to go. <laughs> how, how are you, Daryl? How are you doing? I'm, I'm mostly just impressed that you made hockey a three-syllable word there. So, I mean, that was <laughs> awesome. Hawaki. <laughs> Hawaki. Uh, I'm, I'm good, man. I, I have been watching hockey and... It has been fun. Nice. So, yeah, um, you know how we are. We're just trying to be ourselves and, and try to have a good time. So, mm. with all that said, Kevin, yeah, what are we talking about this week? Man, we're gonna do a bunch, bunch, bunch retrospective of the Switch. <laughs> it was almost on the spot. <laughs> it was, uh, on the Switch. Switch. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so, basi- so basically we're going to do a retrospective or uh, a retro as it's shortened um, about the Switch. You know, we're going to go back to October 20th, 2016. So it's been three years since they, since DS and Nintendo revealed the Nintendo Switch, the first look of it. Obviously, you know, we have a bunch of reactions about it and, you know, we all got the Switch. A lot of good things happened. We started the podcast. We're here. Start from the bottom. Now we're here. We're at episode seventy. I mean, a lot of things have happened since three years ago. So we're going to talk about what do we remember about our own reaction to the Switch reveal. What has been the best part of the last three years of gaming for us? What games have we been surprised by on the Switch? What games do we wish were on it right here, right now? I mean, basically, we're just going to talk about the last three years of you know the Nintendo Switch. So. I gotta go with the man, the myth, the legend, Lieutenant Serge Sergio. What do you remember about your own reaction to the Switch reveal? Where were you? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, it's been it's been a great three years. You know the the reveal of the Nintendo Switch is very personal um, to me. It's very impactful. Um, I'm gonna get a little personal here, but basically. After the the reveal, you know, the system looked amazing and I was really stoked for it. But in between reveal and launch, 
the relationship that I was in at the time turned pretty toxic. And mm. by then I had made up my mind that, you know, I wanted to be on my own and I knew I needed, you know, I needed to approach my partner and make sure that he agreed with that as well. And it did happen, but part of the timing, I guess, that I planned was based on the switch. I wanted to be completely done with everything before the switch came out because I guess I wanted to focus on the switch like as a sort of relief from the things that had been happening. And, you know, luckily it was an amicable breakup and the timing worked and I was on my own before the switch came out. I guess I heard the song Be By Yourself and try to have a good time. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I was in, you know, on hindsight, these type of things are important and you should tackle them as soon as you can. But I guess I got lucky in the time it worked and I really enjoyed the switch. And for that reason, it's been a, it's been a very special system to me, like from, from the very beginning, from its announcement through launch and even today, like it, it always reminds me of that, but it reminds me of the good things in life. So mm. I love the switch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean uh man i'm gonna go i'm gonna go all the way back past uh the actual reveal uh back to the months and months of speculation and being an actually really big fan of a console that was literally dead at that point like the the wii u was oh man uh i thought so I thought that the Wii U was a, a catastrophic failure in marketing, but honestly, a very, very good console, really good library. Um, really liked it, and it just it the, the it turned really south, and uh, Nintendo kind of closed its doors for a little bit uh, in terms of like game releases and such. So it was kind of a hard time uh, to to be a, a Nintendo gamer at that point. And meanwhile, they'd already been talking about the NX, right? So we were all uh, speculating, uh, you know, internally. We hadn't e even met at this point. Um, just speculating, you know, with our friends and such, you know, what is the NX? Uh, the internet was going crazy. I, I remember uh, some old patent drawings showing, like, this crazy oval-shaped controller <laughs> thing. Yeah. You guys remember that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, man. Uh, which looked awful. <laughs> and I saw that, I'm like, oh, please, no. <laughs> um, and then finally, uh, Nintendo, I think just tweeted a picture of Mario peeking behind a curtain, which was really creepy at the time, but still, uh, <laughs> useful for certain things. And, uh, then just kind of suddenly dropped this reveal video, uh, with a bunch of young adults playing the Switch in various areas and, and ways and such. I think they showed... Uh, you know, playing at home and playing on a park bench and at an airport and a basketball court and going down the road. And it, they were really, really trying to sell what the Switch was. And I thought they did an excellent job of it. But um, I'm going to go back to Kevin. I mean, what, what did you think about it initially? Yeah, you know, I got to be honest, I'm going to go a bit before the reveal. You know, I was really still big on the PS4. You know, still playing, you know, games like Uncharted and, you know, even <laughs> your favorite, my favorite at the time for multiplayer, Call of Duty, you know, <laughs> with some of my old college housemates. And and also, you know, I was starting to pick up the 
Well, because I was very intrigued by the 3DS library because there was a lot of games that I definitely missed out on, and then you know I was I was very curious about it, and I really wanted to play Ace Attorney: Spirit of Justice uh, and Fire Emblem Conquest. So, oh, I, nice. yeah, so I picked up a 2DS. Mario Kart 7 was bundled right in, and I got you know Tales of the Abyss, which I barely played. <laughs> oh no, and uh, you know Fire Emblem Conquest, which as you've heard you know if perfection is, is the key it's the strategy but it has given me endless nights of torture and trying to win um and ace attorney spirit of justice yeah spirit of justice which i still <sighs> haven't finished yet but yeah then when the, the reveal came i'm like man you know i was very like like as, like you daryl I, I love the fact how versatile it is where you can play how you can play it whether it's in your hands or excuse me, handheld, or just docked on the TV. My favorite part was actually, you know, the part where they show Splatoon. You know, he had the four v four. Oh God, yes. That was really awesome because, well, first of all, <laughs> I didn't really play Splatoon. I've heard about it, seen it, but didn't really. I wasn't really into that. You know, I, I just soaked this in. You know, the 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 cinematography, the way they they filmed it. You know, two different teams. You know, with the drawing the X's and O's, you know, I, I mean, I'm sure that was a awful <laughs> show, but it was, it was, and it was a little cheesy in, it, <laughs> in in hindsight. But man, I ate that up. Yeah, I mean, same like territory with cheese, but man, it was really well done. And then you had these two teams that just went to the arena with an audience, and you know, getting ready. You know, they have it on the TVs and the the pro controllers, which looks real nice. I still love mine. <laughs> I'm sure you do, you guys do as well with your controllers, and yeah, it, it was just a very good three minute thirty seven second video, uh, and it has o- almost forty one million views to this day. So, yeah, I I was just blown away. But 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 five bucks. I was really close to not pre-ordering it. I was like, I don't know. You know, I'm a little skeptical about it because the Wii U <laughs> in terms of marketing, it flopped. I know there were some good games. I had the Wii U too. I didn't really play as many games on it. But then my my housemate, a really good friend of mine, shout out to Calvin. You know, he was like, "Yo, are you kidding me? You got to pre-order this." I'm like, "All right, <laughs> all right. I, you know what? Yeah, he's right. I mean, so you know, I I I went to Walmart, not the first wave, but the second wave, and I mean that in terms of like the weekends, because there was one weekend where you can pre-order the Switch." And then the weekend after, you couldn't. It was it was all gone. And then the weekend after, I was like, okay, I got to go to Walmart, see if I can pre-order it. And I got a pre-order. Thank goodness. Because, <laughs> you, I mean, y'all know how hard it was to get a Switch, like, right after launch. So Well, yeah, yeah. it was, I mean, it was rivaling, like, Wii uh, availability, which was, like, none. Um, yeah. So... As soon as pre-orders opened for it, I pre-ordered it from three different stores, so I'd be oh, wow. sure to get one <laughs> on the actual day. I was like, no, I'm not fooling around this time. <laughs> you know, Best Buy, you can't screw me again. Um, Ooh. I mean, yeah. It's happened. But, uh, yeah, and you mentioned being kind of on the fence about it. I feel like a lot of people were uh, initially because Nintendo had been such a flop with the Wii U and releasing this console that, Again, a little out of the norm, a little different than what the other consoles were doing, uh, almost kind of like a better version of Wii U, and, and everybody kind of looked at that and go and went, 
cool, you know, <laughs> um, including analysts. Like analysts didn't know what to do with it initially, and and predicted, oh no, and there. I think Nintendo's stock went down uh, mm-hmm. right after the reveal and and such. Um, which again, I'm 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 pleased to say in hindsight, it looks a little silly at this point. But it was right. honestly uh, a little bit of <laughs> one. I loved the the commentary. Oh you know how they showed it in the trailer that's not that's not really how it's going to work you're not going to just put it down the dock and boom it appears on the screen that's going to be a little clunkier than that nope it actually (laughs) happens it works exactly like that it met the hype and to this day it's still magic (laughs) you know it is actually it went beyond the hype like it is bigger than the hype that it, it brought out like um and yeah i think for me was because some of my friends that i play games with like there were all Sony gamers, and I mean, there were a lot of good games that came out of the Sony platform that I really had a good time with. Um, not a lot of them play with the Nintendo consoles as much, so I think, I think it's a social thing too. Because like you know, say if you have a bunch of Xbox 360s uh, before the Red Ring, and <laughs> you know, and if you if you have a bunch of housemates <laughs> who play the Xbox 360, yo, you're most likely going to play with a, a 360. Uh, same with the PS3, you know, and with us, yeah, sure, you know, we. Our college household was a PS3 household, you know, for a good chunk of time, and some of my favorite memories are from that. But uh, but that wasn't three years ago. <laughs> so, so. so real quick, let's <laughs> let, let's talk about the actual video that yeah. was shown, and I'm gonna hand it back to Sergio. Um, they showed a lot of games we didn't know were gonna be on the system. <laughs> uh, you know what what stood out to you in, in terms of like what was actually shown in the video. The, the reveal video, you were like, oh, man. I guess, you know, b- back then, I was very excited for Breath of the Wild, even though I was sort of keeping low on what it was going to be about. I knew that it was open world, but that's all I knew. And mm-hmm. I didn't really, like, I didn't really watch <laughs> the game in the reveal because I, I kind of wanted to keep it a spoiler free. But I liked the fact that, you know, it seemed like it was uh, single player f- uh, centric. And you could play on the TV and then take the system with you and you have the full complete experience uh, that you were having at home. And that alone like really spoke to me like, man, this thing is, it's going to be a great system in both scenarios. It's going to be a great console. It's going to be a great handheld. I could pretty much tell that right from the reveal. So I think that's, that was my favorite part of the the video. Nice. Yeah, I... I think uh, they showed a few of those. Uh, Breath of the Wild was one that they like. We we knew it was going to be on the NX, <laughs> um, <laughs> right. then then revealed as a Switch. Uh, then they showed Skyrim doing the same thing, which uh, famously uh, it was announced. Well, we have nothing to announce as far as Skyrim <laughs> at this time. <laughs> right. And we're like, yeah. but we just saw it in the reveal. It's it's on the Switch. We know it's gonna be, <laughs> but. <laughs> Uh, so they they definitely leaned into that, and then I think the rest of the games mostly showed just uh, okay. Take it from the TV, go to that roof party with Karen. Um, yes, good old Karen. <laughs> uh, it was the the first time we saw Mario Odyssey, which we didn't know what it was at the time. It was a brand new Mario, um, and I was personally uh, same same thing with you, Kevin. I was blown away by the Splatoon two, uh, which we didn't even know was a thing. We didn't know mm-hmm. if that was a two. We knew it was a different game because there was a lot of different stuff in it. Um, but just the fact that that Splatoon of all things was what they anchored that presentation with 
as, as somebody who loved the original Splatoon, it became one of my favorite uh, Nintendo games. Period. Mm-hmm. Um, I was super hyped to see that. I was I was so happy that, that they're giving that game of all things attention, uh, as opposed to like more Mario time or something. It made perfect sense with the arena and everything, but. Man, that 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 really hit me hard. What about you, Kevin? Yeah, and I have to agree with that because they could have done like Call of Duty, you know, and maybe they could have like cared towards more people that would ex- expect that kind of multiplayer game. But when they went to Splatoon, that was a very impressive decision because not only are they showcasing what they're really good at with this paint shooter type of game, but they're also um, putting it in a light where hey, like. Not only is this console versatile, but you can it, it's a it's a hardcore competitive system that you can you can have to play with your friends and and just have a good old time. Uh, and and you know, like I think there's there's a certain pride that all of us have where, you know, we wanna have good casual fun, but but have a little room for competitive that competitive nature, right? I mean, you know, we're we as human beings, we are competitive by nature. And I think the Nintendo Switch, you know, pretty much elevated that in in just in all sorts of video games and uh, yeah like and even whether you play on the go or you play like just at home docked like there's just the versatility that that is the key word that i described nintendo switch you know no one cares about how you know the graphical output of the Switch, I mean, it was good enough, right? Like 1080p on the TV, 720p handheld, but it was it was good enough, it was impressive enough, and you know, it, gosh, that that March third, twenty seventeen day couldn't come soon enough. Man. <laughs> I, I remember, I remember, like I was just counting days. I woke up at four thirty, you know, got to Walmart, originally pre-ordered the gray Joy-Con Switch, but they had. A neon red and a neon blue um, extra. I was like, "Can we? Can I swap for that?" And he's like, "Sure." I'm like, "Hell <laughs> yeah!" I'm like, "Damn, okay." So it was a good day. <laughs> I still got pictures of that day before I went to work with the, <laughs> the console. And you know, I gotta admit, even though I was working, I was very distracted because I wanted to play Nintendo Switch. So, oh you know, yeah, I like... took I took the day off. <laughs> uh, yeah. So. Uh, one more question on the reveal video, then we'll actually move past it. But um, I, I think it is important because this this was a turning point for Nintendo. Period. Um, yeah. In getting people to talk about the system and, and really start the hype train. Uh, so one of the big talking points out of that trailer uh, was an overall like people laughing at all these ridiculous scenarios they showed people playing the Switch in. Um, so I'm just gonna run it by you guys, just real quick. Off the cuff, have you played the Switch on a plane? Yes, I have. I remember the first time I did it, you know, I was going to Las Vegas for Evo. Man, you know, the event was pretty cool, but playing the Switch on the plane was even cooler, and I just loved it. And I was like that guy in the Switch reveal trailer, (laughs) you know, slouching a little bit with the Joy-Cons on each hand and just, you know, and... And just having having the switch stand up and stuff, and just you know playing Mario Kart, <laughs> it was pretty cool. All right, yeah. all right, Sergio, have you have you played it on a plane? Yes, I have. <laughs> I have played it on a plane as well. So three for three. Very good. Have you played the Switch in the airport? A hundred percent. Actually, I played. <laughs> There's a story for all these. 
Yeah, you know, I played it. There was one time, I think it was around earlier this year or last year, you know, I got I got do a name drop. My friend Dave DeFave, man from Boise, Idaho. Shout out to Dave. Um, you know, he has a, a, sh- a streaming channel called The Dedicated Servers. You know, we we were at LAX, and I got my Switch out. He got a Switch out. He was playing Cuphead. We were talking about it. We were having a good old time. We were talking, talking about Tekken 7, whatever. That's his favorite game. And, you know, that was a awesome moment. And, you know, we exchanged Twitter handles and all that. So, uh, yeah, that was probably my favorite airport Switch moment. <laughs> all right, Sergio, have you played it at the airport? Yes, I have. <laughs> I have also played it at the airport, and we're get, let's let's just get let's let's keep it to short answers. Okay, uh, otherwise right. this is gonna take a long time. Yeah. Uh, have you played the Switch at a sporting arena of any kind? They played it at off a of basketball court, but anywhere Ooh. near a sporting event or rink or court or anything <laughs> like that. I did not play at a basketball court, but I did play at a park. Does that count? With that, like... I, I would say that that counts. Okay, Sergio? Cool. All right. No, no, I have not. Not yet. No, I haven't either. So one for three on that. Okay. Uh, <laughs> have you taken the Switch to a party? Yes, multiple times. Sergio? Yes. And yep. I have as well. There we go. <laughs> I'm going to throw another one on there. Have you taken the Switch to work? Yes. yes. Ooh, yes. Very good. Three for three. Okay, so uh, point stands. Like we were all making fun of all these situations, especially Karen, <laughs> who took her switch because she was antisocial to this party that adults were drinking and having fun. Um, we've all done this. Mm-hmm. We've all done, and we're not alone. We're not even in the minority. I don't think we. Yeah. Like, switch owners in general have been these people since the get go. Like Nintendo knew <laughs> what they were doing <laughs> with this this video, and we've all done it. So, uh. Yeah, great, great times. Um, but I think with that, let's uh, let's skip forward. I, I don't know that we need to touch on the January presentation, which was awesome, by the way. Um, right. I think let's skip forward to the actual launch. So, Kevin, you already kind of talked about it. Uh, Sergio, what was your first actual hands-on? Like, you, how'd you get it? What What did you play first? What What do you think? I got it at Best Buy. Um... Me and Danny, shout out, shout out to Danny. We went to a midnight lunch, and it's funny because we went to the same Best Buy where we picked up the Wii U, also at a midnight lunch. Nice. I guess you know the years go by quickly, and at that time we we stood up and we actually played the system. This time around, we had work the next day, so we just went back to bed. Oh no. <laughs> So I was the only lazy bones who t- actually took the day off. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, the next the that Friday, right after work, yeah, I started playing Breath of the Wild, and I loved it. I loved the game back then. I loved the system right away and all the aspects of it. Very cool. Nice. <laughs> like I said, I uh, I had it coming in. Uh, I, I pre-ordered it from Amazon, Best Buy, and GameStop. So I ended up Dang. picking up the Best Buy one. <laughs> And it was actually in, um, picked it up with Breath of the Wild, and that was pretty much it. And took it home, put it in, and went, oh, my God. <laughs> this is <laughs> awesome. Uh, one thing I particularly liked that I think was a little uh, underrated, most of the time setting up a video console, video game console is kind of an awful experience. Like, it takes forever to get the wires right and everything. You, you know, you've got to find an HDMI port and a, an outlet and such, and you got to get dig behind your TV or whatever. Um, 
the switch, the first thing you do is just turn on the console. Like, yeah. just mm-hmm. turn it on. And then you can set up the dock and stuff later. That was actually kind of awesome. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I did. I, I The first thing I did was uh, play handheld. And I was like, this is awesome. This is fantastic. I love it. <laughs> this is great. Um, yeah. And I could not, I could not wait for more games, but man, Zelda was awesome, uh, for, for the first few, uh, first little while, actually. Um, I think, I feel like the, the Switch had a relatively light actual launch lineup and only had a few games, but the window was like phenomenal. Like Mario Kart came out soon after that. Mm -hmm. Um, Arms, then Splatoon 2. getting into the next three or four months, yeah, the, yeah. The, the library really filled out like crazy, and man, it was a it was a really fun time. You know, mm-hmm. Kevin, what was your first time playing it like? It was great. You know, as soon as I got off work, I took it home. I took the took the little baby home, the Switch, and <laughs> I brought it. Well, brought it over to you know our, our house because I was you know, renting at my, my friend's house at the time and we were playing Breath of the Wild, you know, just taking turns playing and fast RMX, you know, because I only had a pair of Joy-Cons at the time and, you know, we're just playing some two-player and then I think they, so all my housemates, or two of them, <laughs> and another friend, they went to see a movie at, shortly after and I was like, man, I'm good. I got the Switch, man. It's all good. <laughs> so... <laughs> Uh, so I spent time playing both Fast RMX and Breath of the Wild, and that was my first day experience, and boy, it was really cool, you know, and I just, I was excited to see what this would become, like, more games coming out, like Daryl said, there were games coming down the pipeline, um, with launch, there's always going to be a small number of titles, but that's okay, I mean, you know, titles are going to come, the system is there, and I was just blown away right from the get-go so man that was a really good month <laughs> yeah yeah it was mm-hmm. uh so i i think uh as as we got kind of into all of the multiplayer games we started uh you know we can all all kind of share our stories but from mine um all these multiplayer games were coming out and i was like well you know uh, I could really use some people to play with, so I found a Discord community, and uh, this is actually where we all met. Uh, right. We met over at the at the Switchcast uh, Discord mm-hmm. community. So awesome podcast! You should check them out. Um, and really, just grew kind of this internet friend base that uh, really, you know, it, it's where all three of us met. It's where I met a lot of my my really good internet friends at this point, and where I got a lot of. Uh, the first experience with Splatoon was was through this Discord. Uh, first experience, well, one of the first experiences with Mario Kart and such, kind of the same thing. So, yeah, that was that was an awesome time. I mean, you guys kind of had the same experience, you know, just kind of reaching out, looking for a community or something. Yeah, uh, for me, it was mostly a single player game that I it really surprised me. Uh, I'm referring to Graceful Explosion Machine, which is yeah. a shmup. Great uh, game. Really, really cool indie shmup, yeah. And I played it, and I liked it so much, and I thought, man, if there are people out there that don't know about this, I kind of want to tell them about this. There's got to be oh, like okay. a group or or like a chat place where I can talk to people about this game. And So you went on a yeah. mission to evangelize uh, Graceful <laughs> Explosion Machine. <laughs> Very nice. Yeah, you know, 
I'm big on podcasts. <laughs> I mean, obviously, like even today, like you know, we have our own podcast right here. We're t- we're, t- we're recording right now, and at the time, I Whoa. I was listening to a, bu- a bunch of like sports podcasts. Um, I even did. I remember doing a a guest episode for one of my friends at the time. But then I was just trying to find something that was related to the Switch, and I came across the Switchcast. Listened to a few episodes, and then they had something called Discord, and I'm like, "What is Discord? Like, I don't even know. I don't even know what this is." And it's like, "Oh, it's an app. Oh, you can, we can talk to other people." I'm like, "Okay, it's a messaging app, you know, with like that that you can talk to different communities and stuff." So I I jumped right in, <laughs> and you know, found other people to play Mario Kart with. And it was really cool. Like obviously you two and other other internet friends. And yeah, it was just man, you know, we you know, we got Mario Kart, we got Splatoon, we got Rocket League. I mean, hell yeah. Like that is <laughs> like we've had tournaments, you know, we played against each other, with each other, like like that was so dope. Yeah. Yeah. And then pretty soon, you know, we I don't know Discord community and like it's been blossoming each and every day. We're getting new members and I'm like, and I'm, li- I'm looking at our anchor st- statistics and you know, I love stats because numbers don't lie. Man, like we're getting all these listens and people all over the world just listening to us. Um, yeah. So first of all, thank you. Um, thank you. Second yeah. of all, you know, I, I don't know. It's, it's kind of humbling. Like we just, uh, we get asked every once in a while, you know, why did you start the podcast? And I think the answer really stems from what well, we were talking about it anyway. <laughs> you right, know, like yeah. <laughs> we're talking about this stuff anyway, and it's something that I think we all kind of wanted to just jump in and try. Mm. Uh, Sergio, you already had yours uh, with Haken, but um, you know, this is my first experience doing this stuff, so mm. it, it was awesome. So yeah, I mean, I think. At that, so we've we've talked about the reveal. We talked about the launch in the first year or so. At that point, uh, you can kind of you can kind of time warp and just kind of look at the last three years. Uh, so really, mm. really broad question. In terms of video gaming, what would you say your favorite experience in the last three years was? Man, this was this is an easy one, and I don't know if y'all would expect this, but. The best part of the last three years in gaming for me is that having a solid relationship with internet friends is actually possible because, um, no, that's like the number one reason, you know, like before when I was playing FIFA 11 competitively, um, with like other people in the clan, like, man, it was so toxic. Um, I do not (laughs) miss that at all. Um, and just my, my initial impressions, the preconceived notion of, you know, all these internet communities, you know, being very toxic and, you know, talking really crazy trash and just, you know, positivity was not a thing. Um, if there were, it would be in small pockets, not in like big lumps of mm. like, of, of, of time. And, you know, so I had a very pessimistic view of internet friends. Um, cause personally, when it comes to having friendships, you know, usually you want to be able to physically see them and, you know, talk to them. Because when you, because for me, when I talk to someone over text or online, I mean, there's only so much you can do. The body language is not there. You know, there's not a lot of things you can, you know, it, a lot of things are not conspicuous. And it's hard to, at that time, for me, I thought it was hard to foster 
you know, a solid relationship with internet friends. Uh, but with the Switch, with the community, with YouTube especially, you know, I mean, just realizing that having a solid relationship with internet friends is possible. And, like, other people too. I mean, we got, like, Napping Red. We got Dragon. You know, we got Lama Libre. You know, the Danny. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, and, and so on and so forth. Like, the, and, and Shy Guy. I mean, you know, just people that, like, I've, I mean, some of them I've never met in real life, but we're, I'm able to have actual friendships with these guys. Like, it, to me, I mean, to be clear, the three of us have not met. Uh, you two have. Yeah. But neither one of you has met yes. me yet, right. you know, which we need to change at some point in we, the future. But I, I got to be honest, you know, I thought you were really cocky, and you still are sometimes, which is cool. Oh, because, I am. Yeah, you still are. That's okay. And, you know, and, well, maybe maybe that's the wrong word, arrogant. But I, I love that about you because. A little you know, bit. <laughs> you got that confidence. I remember we were playing Mario Kart. I, I remember, you know, in one tournament we were playing, you know, I was like, man, this is. This guy's pretty good, but I don't know if he's better than me. I was thinking that in the back of my mind. I'm like, well, actually, you might be. Yes, you might be. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I'm like, wow. And this guy's really good rock league. But all right, you know, if, if I can't beat him, might as well learn from him. So, you know, obviously, Daryl has taught me quite a bit about Rocket League and how to play some really good uh, defense. And um, obviously, I'm very thankful. Um, you know, I just wanted to just – I think for me, it was just finding acceptance and, you know – Obviously, I accept Daryl as a, as a as a really awesome guy and a really awesome friend. And um, <laughs> you jerk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and then we had our friend Dragon, who was like really good at games as well. And I was like, man, these guys are really good. But you know, I think I'm good too. So you know, I was trying to see how well I can fare in Mario Kart. You know, a little <laughs> little friendly banter, a little healthy competition. But uh, and Sergio, I'm like, man, this guy's good too. I'm like, man, these guys are all good at Mario Kart. Man, what what is going on? Like, <laughs> I'm I'm feeling real good about this situation. So, uh, from from playing Mario Kart, from playing Splatoon, you know, you guys are pretty. I mean, you guys are really good just in general in video games and and just having that relationship with you guys. You know, from being arrogant to being the trash talking to being modest and humble pie. I mean, like Dragon is like the humblest guy I've ever met in my life, and he's like so good at Mario Tennis uh, and Shiga as well. Like with Rocket League, man, that guy's incredible. Um, you know, just. Just different personalities and and you know the way you guys play games and the way we interact like internet friends is possible it's always, it's 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 possible to have saw relationships with you guys and I cannot stress that enough so thank you so what about you Sergio <laughs> last last three years video gaming what what's the best part yeah for sure the best part is the connection with our friends like Kevin said the literal friends that we we made online and we we cherish. The, you know, we share our passion of gaming with them. And if I had to tie a specific game to that, it might surprise you. It is not Rocket League. I'm going with my favorite game of this past three years, Splatoon 2. Wow. Yeah, yeah that's... <laughs> yeah, it has good. to be. Because <laughs> it was it was insane to me. Like, besides Smash Brothers, I haven't been this competitive uh, before Splatoon 2. I there haven't been days where I only slept about three hours because I just couldn't stop playing, and <laughs> I would be I, legit. I would be f almost falling asleep at work, but I would be strategizing in my head. Oh, I can do the curly bumps like this, or I can try that. <laughs> it was That's crazy awesome. times. It was crazy times, but ten out of ten would do it again. <laughs> mm. Yeah, and I, I don't. I don't really need to repeat you guys' answers. Yeah, I, I think the the switch to me has been kind of summed up. While it has what I think 
are some of the best single player games of all time on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's really been summed up by the multiplayer aspect and absolutely uh, getting getting the ability to. I, I mean, we watched you know Splatoon two rooms that had you know full rooms with multiple people like trying to get into them and such, and and just doing private matches. We've run uh, tournaments and and all sorts of stuff, and and that's been really fun to me. I think one of my favorite moments uh, is something we did earlier on in this podcast uh, was the NES tournament uh, when NES Online yes. came out, and we ran a tournament in the NES games, and just every round was a different game. That was one of my favorite tournaments I've ever uh, run, mm-hmm. just because it's so silly. It was just <laughs> it was so ridiculous, and um, I think I want to do that again. And we'll, you know, stay tuned. We'll, we'll, we'll see exactly how, how that works out. But mm-hmm. yeah, uh, just, yeah, the highlight for the three years, really just playing with people, you know, mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. especially the team based games. Uh, I love that. You know, I, 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 I actually, I get a little tired of like single competition type games just because, uh, mm. I feel like a lot of times maybe somebody's not having fun either, you know, either that's me or the other person, regardless of who's winning, like, you know, one person is winning. Whereas if you play a co-op team game, you know, you win or lose together and you go, oh, we could have gotten that, you know, whatever. (laughs) You you get a little salty and move on. (laughs) It's it's fun and and I miss it and I want to play more Splatoon, but uh, lately, I've been on kind of this weird high of those again, where I've been playing a lot of um, actually the new update of Fortnite. Uh, surprisingly, I, I, I'm not a Fortnite guy, but I kind of uh, jumped in on this this last update. I've also been playing some Overwatch uh, and some Marvel Ultimate Alliance with Shy Guy, and just a bunch of like co-op style games, and that's been a mm. lot of fun again. So, uh, not not even to mention Killer Queen, uh, just right. jumping back into the. Uh, more team-based competitive games. I love that stuff. I really, right. really do. So it's it's fun. Yeah, I mean, it's just, gosh, like just having these moments with y'all. It's it it is it's really good therapy. Um, Splatoon two. I mean, yeah, like I, that. Those sort of experiences are irreplaceable. Um, it it's like it's it's. I I have to say, like, just man, I these three three years have passed by so fast i mean um so many things have happened and you know it's gosh and it's only been three years i can't believe it <laughs> oh my god I, I don't know <laughs> uh man but um you know just looking back and you know I, I i would not have imagined having a podcast with you two you know us doing it together and having this amazing community of, of people um and you know just having people starting to hear about us like for real like it, it it's it's no joke it is a big thing and um i cherish it every day so and it's only getting better yeah it so. sure is. yeah <laughs> um, yeah so you know speaking of better you know there are just times where you're like wow i'm surprised by this game like i can't believe it's, it's made my switch experience like a, a better experience like what which games have y'all been surprised by on the switch well, surprised in a way, but I I also con- kind of consider it a, a, a game that I want Nintendo to to try again or maybe try harder, try differently. I would say, and I'm talking about Arms. Try mm. better, as we said <laughs> last <better>. episode. <laughs> 
So, ARMS was a lot of fun. I feel like it would have been a much better launch title if they could have managed. I guess, I think they knew that too, and they just really couldn't, you know? It would have been way better if the time in between ARMS and Splatoon 2 was greater. But, alas, you know, ARMS kind of faded in... It kind of makes sense because Splatoon 2 is way better. But again, ARMS is really cool. <laughs> and, Boom. And when I say, you know, if, if they could try again, for sure, plan around the timing. Mm-hmm. And I feel like ARMS 2 would be a more complete game because ARMS came out and it was good. It had enough content, but they added a lot eventually as free DLC. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like ARMS 2 or a sequel would be more complete from the get-go. Um, it would probably have uh, more modes, which I think would help. And just more multiplayer options because Nintendo has been learning with more of the recent online games they have been doing. So I want to see an ARMS 2, but even with just ARMS 1, it was really cool and surprising while it lasted. That's the only problem. No, yeah. The timing was really off, too, because, yeah, like, as you mentioned, like, Platoon 2 was around the corner. It's like, oh, gosh. Yeah. I mean, I think I said this before, but I think that that was planned. And yeah. I mean, it still did pretty well, and then yeah. it got it got out of dodge before uh, people got bored with it anyway. So people right. moved on and actually have a pretty good impression of it, uh, which kind of just does give it room for a sequel, which is kind of cool. Um, true, true. But yeah, I think I mean it sold over a million copies. I mean, it did really well for a new IP. But right, I think oh yeah, my my most surprising thing for the Switch, just in general was the first year of the Switch. And mm. that year was utterly ridiculous. Uh, I, <laughs> I, like, honestly, I'm not sure that we've ever seen a better video gaming year for Nintendo than that. Right. Uh, where you have brand new Zelda game that might be the best game ever made, brand new Mario game that might be the best 3D Mario game, uh, brand new Splatoon game, which I couldn't have even imagined, uh, mm-hmm. a brand new IP, a brand new, uh, well, uh, upgraded port of a Mario Kart game that was like the best in the series, in my opinion, like just hit after hit after hit after hit all in a single launch year. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. That blew me away. It still does. Um, if I'm if I'm saying the best year of the Switch, it would be it would be definitely be the first year. Yeah, yes, for sure. Blockbuster, not, and that's I not mean, even saying that the other two years have been uh, weak because they haven't. They were really like, strong. They've been, they are, they've been yeah. pretty good, to be honest. <laughs> but 2017 was ridiculous. Yeah, and just to add on top of that, I mean, I don't have like particular games in general. Well, maybe there are a couple, but what I was really surprised was the the. Um, the exposure of indies, you know, on the Switch, whether it's a poor oh, or yeah. a new indie, like it just exploded onto the scene and like blockbuster material for a console that you can take with you or play at home. You know, you got games like Cave Story that made a comeback. You have um, these, like, this, you know, Thimbleweed Park, which is a point quick adventure game that, you know, is, is really good. And then Golf Story, like, a game about golf, you know, whether you heard of it or you play <laughs> golf, like, you know, an, an awesome <laughs> golfing RPG. And yeah. It, it, uh, it's like, it's a, yeah, it's a great game and it has really good dialogue and, you know, I will defend it to the death. Um, and even just yesterday, you know, pocket watch games announced Monaco, what yours is mine, the complete edition 
a port on the Switch, I mean, incredible. Like, just the the attention that the indies are getting is phenomenal for this console. And I just love how a lot more people are paying more attention to the indies now, um, if not already, um, because of this this movement, this, this this platform of the Switch. So, yeah. Yeah, so I'm going to I'm going to at this point kind of turn it over to our our uh Discord people uh who we asked a lot of the same questions that we're talking about now mm-hmm. and uh the reaction to the reveal was <laughs> as you might expect pretty uh positive if if a little skeptical but mostly like excited and 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 anticipating the system. Um the best part of the three years in general is, you know, playing with people and finding communities and such, which is really cool. Uh, mm-hmm. We are one such community. So if you're not in our discord, come on, please, please join us. It's a lot of fun. Uh, Absolutely. But getting into like the biggest surprise games, um, I want to uh, just start from the top. I think uh, napping rat said I was most surprised by Splatoon two um, because he had never actually played Splatoon one and it became Mm. Uh, his most played game to date of his yeah. entire life. Wow, yeah, uh, that's... <laughs> I mean, it's not that far away from me. I, mine would still be Melee by far, but yeah, whatever. Um, <laughs> Shy Guy says, uh, most surprised, uh, Celeste. Ah. Yeah, mm. uh, a, a indie game that kind of changed our lives, uh, as well as like Hollow Knight and Grease and uh, Poad and Stardew for... Uh, bonding moments with his daughter, uh, Baba is you, and and, and so on. Uh, so, hmm. I mean, that's that's awesome. Um, then getting into uh, Dragon, actually said uh, most surprising game is definitely Celeste. Mm. So yeah, I mean, we'll we'll touch on that in a, in a minute. Um, next most surprising game is probably Dark Souls, which he never thought he would get into, but playing on the Switch has an appeal that uh, actively makes me want to dive into other genres I've never explored before. So yeah. I've mm. been there. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And finally, uh, Killer Queen Black is most recently also a very pleasant surprise, which, yeah, yeah I mean, that's that's been awesome. So, I mean, it, everybody kind of ha- fa- has found their own, like, niche-type uh, games on, on the Switch because there's just so many. I mean, we've talked about it so so much. If you like RPGs, a lot of the best RPGs ever are on the Switch. Uh, if you like platformers, oh, man. Uh, if you like all these like indie games that are coming out that look pretty mm-hmm. cool. Well, the best place for an indie game right now is on the switch. So indie developers are seeing that it's just, it's ridiculous and it's really nice to see. Um, so yeah, I think as far as surprising moments, I think that'll, that'll wrap that. Uh, Sergio, what else do you want to talk about? Well, you know, there are some, you know, it's been a great three years, but there are a couple of games or series that haven't hit the switch just yet. A couple of them are announced. We know they're on their way, but there's a few that are still haven't been announced. And if we call them something like a glaring omission, I feel like a Mario Golf game should have already been out on the Switch. Especially, I would agree with that. Mm-hmm. You know, having tennis already, I just really want a golf game. <laughs> it's got to be this upcoming year, right? Now with uh, Camelot having kind of wrapped up Mario yep. Tennis, I think I yep. feel like it has to be coming. You know, Super Mario Strikers will be welcoming, and I mean, what else are they gonna do? Golden Sun? <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, now I'm sad again. <laughs> and or, <laughs> and or a Mario basketball game, which I would heavily endorse. Um, you know, I would buy a couple copies, <laughs> one for me and one to give away. Uh, 
I would do that. And so Mario three on three hoops uh, port coming. That would be that would be cool. cool. <laughs> and as I've said in the early episodes, an F Zero game. I mean, you know, ah, pipe dream, but it would be cool. It would be cool. I would lose my bleep if that were to happen. The new F Zero, <laughs> the new wave. <laughs> this is crap title, but it would be cool. <laughs> Well, okay, just a new F-Zero game with a better title than the new Wave. The yeah. new Wave is not that great. <laughs> I think, when I think of, like, glaring omission, uh, really two series come to mind at this point. Uh, I would say Metroid, but we know Metroid's already coming, so no no <laughs> worries there. Um, right now, I would I would actually say a little bit of Star Fox, although that's been, uh, that's been kind of put aside by uh, Starlink having a lot of Star Fox content in it. Uh, mm-hmm. and Star Fox Zero being one of the last Wii U titles. So I kind of get if they don't really want to do that right now. That's okay. Mm-hmm. But the the real big one for me is Pikmin. Where the heck is Pikmin 4 or even a port of Pikmin 3? Like, what, yeah. are, they, what are they doing? Because this uh, Pikmin 3 is, like, low-key almost a perfect game for me. Like, mm-hmm. it's very, very high on my list because if, for what it wants to do, it's magical, and I love it. Um, I, I can't wait for Pikmin 4. That's another one that I'm kind of pegging for next year, please. Hopefully. I don't know. <laughs> Who knows at this point? It's apparently been done for like two years at this point. But yeah, that right. Was, wow. That yeah. was probably, uh, hey, Pikmin, but nobody wanted to admit that. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I, I, uh, that, that's probably the largest, uh, glaring omission to me at this point. Yeah. I, it would be cool to have a Pikmin game. Um, Jeez, like, what else can we we wish? I mean, Mega Man Battle Network game would be cool. I mean, I, I know y'all have talked about it before. One thing I'm, I'm a little surprised is not on it are the classic Final Fantasy games. I'm talking the one through six. Yeah, uh, that is... Any mm. of them. Mm. I, I don't know. It feels like that wouldn't be that hard to put a collection together or something. Yeah, maybe, yeah. Maybe you make it a super-duper collection and, and put Chrono Trigger on it, too, or something like that. I would like love that, that. But, yeah. I mean, I have to imagine, like a Final Fantasy masterpiece collection would sell pretty well. But yeah, I have to think it's coming because Square Enix loves doing uh, re-releases of their (laughs) games. But yeah, I mean, Crystal Chronicles is coming soon. So, I mean, that's, Oh yes. That's like right there with my most surprised game. I can't believe that game is coming back. That is cool. (laughs) I'm so happy. Uh, Uh, And then what is like, Something that at this point you don't, you wouldn't really expect on the Switch, but like a, a crazy wish or or something for a game or franchise to come to it. You know, what would you guys like to see at this point? We did an episode on this a long time ago, but I think it's good uh, a good time <laughs> to refresh that. Man, I want I just want Golden Sun. I mean, just like just something oh. with anything remotely related to Golden Sun. You know, with the gym. I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah, I know. Golden Sun was just one of the biggest gems of video gaming ever like it was like a very well-crafted rpg series i'm talking about the the, the first two and just <laughs> i mean just... the third one was only quote-unquote bad because it was mediocre compared to the first two yeah like, it wasn't a bad game it anyway. was not but i felt like that you know it was it was very easy to go through the battles you didn't really have to import employ different strategies you could just use physical attacks well towards the very end it got hard but i mean for the most part I, I i felt like they did not you know pace the challenge of the game very well 
but yeah, it was still a decent game. But there was something about the first two Golden Sun games that just, I mean, it, it, it just, they put it all together. I mean, you're playing on as different sides of the story, you know, trying to light the lighthouses and, you know, trying to figure out where your parents were and all that as the main characters and, you know, yeah. like Lemuria, which is this amazing, like this, it has just, it speaks of the lost of Atlantis all over it. And that whole game is just magic though. I mean, yeah. the, the whole game is good and you can list like all the good parts and it's literally the whole game. Like, <laughs> and by whole game, I mean both games. Both <laughs> like games. really, <laughs> really good. <laughs> What about yeah. you, Sergio? Oh, man. Well, based on, on your description, something that I want, uh, it's just, I, I really want it, so I don't want to say that I don't think it's going to happen, but <laughs> oh, no. uh, unfortunately, it probably won't. I, a new Rhythm Heaven. Ooh. Oh, it's got to happen, man. Oh, that would be amazing. I don't think that series is dead. The only thing it would do is compete with WarioWare because it's the same development yeah. team. Right. Yeah, yeah. I have to think Rhythm Heaven's coming. I mean, they're bringing back Brain Age of all games. I mean, come on. <laughs> yeah, that's really awesome. Man. It's... Yeah. For the record, I agree with you. Uh, Rhythm Heaven is an awesome series. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because, you know, the last the last game on the 3DS, it was sort of a... I mean, it is subtitled Mega Mix. It's sort of a collection, but it did have a couple of new um, aspects to the game, a few new entries or games. I feel like a Switch one should have a little more than that, but it's still, you know, the... The classic rhythm games are more than welcome, so it will be like a, a an even more mega collection, but with more new content too. I, I really hope it happens. Mm. Yeah, I would I would definitely play that. They did the same thing with WarioWare, uh, with WarioWare Gold. They kind of just oh, yeah. released like right. definitive yes. versions of these games. And honestly, <laughs> of the two, I think uh, honestly, I think Rhythm Heaven is more likely to make a good transition over to the Switch. Mm. Uh, just in general, I don't know what's more likely for them to actually make, but. Um, mm. yeah, I would love to see Rhythm Heaven. Um, Same. And then yeah. my answer, I actually agree uh, actually with Shy Guy. Um, so a game that we definitely want, but maybe don't think it'll happen other than Ray Replay, which, which I, you know, mm. I hope happens, <laughs> uh, is Portal or, or Portal yes. 2. Like, oh. That feels like it would be Classic. a really good fit. Yes. Uh, I would also throw other Valve games in there, such as like Half-Life 2 would be mm-hmm. awesome. Uh, Team Fortress 2 would be awesome. Counter-Strike. So, I, yeah, I, all of that. All of it. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, Dragon said he wants a, a Kingdom Hearts game on Switch, which I know you would be uh, hyped for, oh, Sergio. This is just favorite game series, man. <laughs> uh-huh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, I'll just I'll just leave it there. Uh, <laughs> I, I still have I still have a good laugh when Sergio was talking about Kingdom Hearts. Like I just that was amazing. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, I can't believe what Big Shot said in the last episode. It was that was uncalled for. That was crazy. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> uh, uh, but anyways, yeah, I I think uh, it's funny as we're getting into these conversations now, uh, mm-hmm. so much later than we even had the original conversation that. One, we're almost out of games to want on the system. <laughs> like, right. There's not like when we're really clamoring for a Mario Golf, like no shots fired. I love that series. <laughs> but when that's the game that we really want, things are really good for us, right? Let, let's mm-hmm. just put that in perspective that yes, I want a Mario Golf too, and I would love to see it. 
But if that's the one that we feel is missing, that's great. Fantastic. Yeah. Yep. Um, <laughs> and then we start wishing for games that maybe we would have normally thought were un- I- impossible, but now we've gotten things like Cuphead and Overwatch, uh, finally, and, and other yeah. games that didn't look all that promising to get on Switch in the first place. Witcher 3, of all things. Yes. Um, Which is, that is like... We're almost getting, kind of getting into this, just assuming everything is possible at this point. It's, <laughs> it's a really nice uh, position to be in. <laughs> so I think I've got, I think I've really got one more topic for you guys and and for myself. This is going to be a big one. It's going to be hard. I want you guys to the best of your ability. At this point, three years since the Switch was released, what are the top five games on Nintendo Switch? Oh wow. Okay. I mean I could just name it off the bat right now. You can order them or you can just say these five are all good. <laughs> okay, I'm just gonna I'm not in no particular order. Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, Celeste, Fire Emblem Three Houses, Splatoon 2, and man, I gotta say Super Mario Odyssey. Uh you know, yeah. Those nice. yeah. I appreciate your, uh, your how quick you were with that. To be honest, like, right, right there. Okay. Yeah, I mean, uh, now I don't have an order for those, but those are my five. Yeah. All right, Sergio, you ready? Yes, I'm going with Zelda: Breath of the Wild, Splatoon 2, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, Fire Emblem Three Houses, and Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. Ooh, nice, nice. There you go. Yeah, not not a huge fan of the last one, but 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 it is the best Smash. Yeah, definitely. Yep. Oh, some people would disagree with that. I don't know if I do or not. <laughs> um, <laughs> however, uh, so my top five games in reverse order. So number five, Smash Brothers Ultimate. Number four, Octopath Traveler. Number three, Celeste, and twenty dollar indie game. Oh my goodness. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Number two, Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. Oh. Any guesses? Fire Emblem. No, I'm just kidding. I don't think so. Number one, Splatoon 2. Oh, yeah. I I think is the best (laughs) game on the system. I think it is one of the best video games ever made in terms of just how much fun this game is. I love Splatoon 2. Uh, it's one of my favorite games. I think it's one of the best games. It's one of the most innovative, not necessarily compared to Splatoon 1, but it's just so much better than Splatoon 1 Right. Uh, that I, I kind of just you know give it all the benefits that I would Splatoon 1. <laughs> that I think it's an incredible game, and man, I need to go play more Splatoon. <laughs> yeah, I'm sad that they don't do any Splatfests, or is that just a rumor? I mean... Oh no, they're over. Oh, dang it. <laughs> those are those are done. They did them. Uh, yeah. But the game is not dead. It still has people playing. I, I jumped on uh, probably a couple weeks ago at this point and okay. got into a match pretty quick. So it's not. That's good. It, it's still alive and well to this day, which is nice to see in a, a rather crowded marketplace. So right. Yeah. And if I may, let me go back to my list. Let's take out Smash and let's put Ori. In the blind forest. Oh, I just okay. forget right. that it is there. It's so amazing. <laughs> I, you know what? I was gonna put it as an honorable mention, but I'm gonna swap out Super Mario Odyssey. I'm gonna put in Mario Tennis Aces in that list. I'm, oh, I'm wow. a big oh. fan of tennis. I love playing uh, the game. You know, I have 
just really great moments playing the game and even playing against someone like Dragon, playing against him, playing with him in doubles. You know, shout out to Dragon. I mentioned this before, but he is, you know, I I think he's the best Mario Tennis Aces player that I know, that anyone should know. Um, <laughs> man, like, I, I mean, we, we, we've gotten some pretty good streaks. I mean, I have to say, you know, I can hold my own a little bit, but he obviously... Uh, definitely holds the 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 court pretty well. So, gotta say, play, when you play with the best, your game is elevated. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> the the game itself is elevated when you've got that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I can see it. I, I honestly yeah. can see it. So. Yeah. So. Yeah, and and just judging from the comments, I mean, we got a lot of comments kind of like that. Uh, Bexilla uh, specifically said uh, Octopath and and Breath of right. the Wild. Other people said Splatoon Two. Um, and, and, uh, actually quite a few people said Splatoon 2. So, yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. there's just some really good games on this system. Uh, now notice I did not include any games from this year in that list. That's not to say that this year has been weak. It's to say that the three years that we've had this system have been ridiculously strong. So, yeah. Wow, I, it, it's it's amazing. I mean, like even a game like Mario Kart Eight Deluxe, which I've spent the most hours in of all my games. Like, it's an amazing game. It is. It's amazing. I can't fit it on my top five. Yeah, but like, it's an amazing game. It, it <laughs> like, is. Like playing with you guys, playing with friends back home in in SoCal. Like just, I mean, there. I mean, having a room with like twelve people that you that you you know and you can play with like that has happened a few times in my life and i have to say that is just it's an incredible feeling um there's something about that kind of game mario kart the prestige just the the way it's built um i mean it just brings people together and and a lot of fun you know and yeah yeah uh, speaking of another game that still has an audience i mean people are still playing that all the time they so are it's, they are. it's awesome uh, Smash Brothers, same thing. People are still playing it all the time, so it's, it's yeah. Great. It, you know, I it's like in my top ten for sure. But when you say top five, I mean, you know, gotta keep it real. So Super Smash Brothers, I mean, it ultimately like it. It definitely is a really amazing game. Like just the the number of characters, how polished it is, and just the the type of characters that are out there. You know, we got Banjo and Kazooie. We got Joker from persona like come on it's only like... getting crazier i yes. know sergio is really hyped for terry coming uh <laughs> next month so Yo, man terry. i just wait one more month sergio i know you can't wait to play him yeah. so. <laughs> oh, yeah. a glorious ponytail uh so i mean i think any any final thoughts obviously the switch is not done so this feels like a memoriam episode. It's not. Uh, we're going to keep going, and we'll do more of these uh, as we go. Uh, any final thoughts on the last three years? Anything you guys want to bring up that we did not? I think I'm good. I would say, you know, the first three years without Animal Crossing, and then the next three years are nothing but Animal Crossing. Post-Animal so, Crossing. Well, there we go. <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm hoping to play more of Killer Queen Black. I can't wait for you to edit this. <laughs> I, love, I just love the effects that you do with this. So. Don't don't do it this time. Just no, to screw it. no, man. I mean, hey, wait, you, just just cut and paste me over him. Killer you, Queen Black. For the devs who are hearing this <laughs> podcast, this episode, you know, the way I say Killer Queen Black 
if y'all like it, please endorse it. So, <laughs> oh, oh my God. Uh, so, uh, anything, anything uh, else? I think we we kind of wrapped up. Uh, Man. So, yeah. There's a couple things uh, I do want to say. So next week is going to be our focused episode on our game of the month, Killer Queen Black. So nice yeah, segue yeah. there. Um, also. This upcoming weekend, I don't have timing yet, so please stay tuned to our Twitter. Uh, we are planning to do a tournament in Killer Queen Black. It's our first tournament in a little while. There will be prizes, multiple prizes. I'm mm-hmm. I'm thinking prizes specifically for the number of berries and how far you uh, ride the snail and how many kills you get. It should be fun. It should be a lot of fun. Uh, so please join us there. Uh, we will announce it more on Twitter as we get closer. And in our Discord, and please join us for that. It should be a lot of fun. Then, next week, as I mentioned, is going to be our, our Game of the Month episode. We want to hear from you guys. So we're doing another Listener Voices email, or, or, or episode, I should say. Uh, please help us write a review for Killer Queen Black. Uh, in, in your own words, tell us, you know, in a, in a minute or less... Tell us what you think about the game. Uh, record yourself speaking or just write us a paragraph or whatever and send it over to nintendojumppodcast at gmail.com or get with any of the three of us on our Discord and we will make it happen. I cannot wait to kind of joint write a review with you guys on this game. Um, I've had a lot of fun with it. Spoilers. So uh, <laughs> I think a lot of people have. So I, I think it's sounding pretty positive. I can't wait. Um and then going forward, uh, this episode has given me some ideas for games that maybe we've kind of moved past in these last few years. <laughs> mm. Maybe we should do some older game tournaments. Stay I would tuned. welcome a Mario Kart one, just saying. Yeah, stay tuned. That's <laughs> that you're, You and I are kind of on the same page there, so let's... Yes. Uh, We'll, we'll announce more later. First things first, Killer Queen Black. Mm. And if you didn't uh, if you didn't see it, our game of the month for next month, November, is going to be Luigi's Mansion 3. I mean, we pretty Oof. much told you guys this already. Uh, but yeah, we're all going to be playing Luigi's Mansion 3. Hopefully get a ton of multiplayer action on that game, and I cannot wait for that either. So yes. a lot of fun stuff yes. happening. A lot of fun stuff happening. So, oh, boy. Awesome. Uh, I think with that, I think it's probably time to wrap. Sergio, what you got? Hmm. We have a couple of answers from our question from last week, which was, if you were a Pokemon, what type would you be and why? So Dragon told us that he would be a dragon slash fire. <laughs> and mm-hmm. I kind of guess he didn't really need to tell us why because he is dragon. <laughs> His, his, his handle is literally dragon flame. I mean, this is like yeah. the most obvious ever. It's, <laughs> yeah. it's ingrained in his, in his genetics. I mean, he's a dragon. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And Shy Guy told us that his Pokemon would be a cross between Shy Guy's mischief and Yoshi's adorable and loyal nature. So it would be a dark grass. Oh. Uh, I mean, I don't know. Yoshi... that might be just be a normal okay. ghost type. Yeah. Yeah, that, that works too. <laughs> huh. What is a shy yeah. guy? What is a shy guy and more at the 6 p.m. update? <laughs> do, 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 do. <laughs> there is a timid nature, though. So, I mean, that could work. Ah, um, that's true. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so, what about you guys? Go ahead, Kevin. Okay. So, not a surprise. 
I will be a water type. A water type and a steel. Water and steel because I feel like oh. I, got, I got a hard steel and I love water types. <laughs> um, I've had dreams. Oh, gosh. I've had dreams of being a water gym leader when I was a lot younger. When, like, I mean, I, I wanted to be like Wallace, basically. I've mentioned this before. Um, and it would be a water steel type Pokemon who is relaxed. I would like to have a relaxed nature. Uh, oh. That's it. <laughs> nice. <laughs> okay. <about> you, <laughs> uh, so I think, you know, I I do have a an image of Darkwing Duck as my avatar. So I think I'm like locked into the dark type. I, I just think I am. Um, if I have a secondary or a cross type, I'm probably going with rock type Ooh. just because I love them. I, I don't know why. I just do. I like rock type. So, yeah. I'm also, uh, rock is if cool. we were talking golden sun, I would be I would be an earth type like Isaac. So, yeah, that's just me, I think. Yes. Nice. Well, I would be a ground slash electric. Basically, I would be Stunfisk. <laughs> I don't know if I'm reaching a little bit like the ground type. It's mostly because I, I prefer to go barefoot as much as I can. And I don't know. I feel like I'm more connected to the ground that way. Ooh, and <laughs> for electric, I mean, I do things pretty fast. Uh, the things that I'm good at, at least. And I do like electronics. So <laughs> that works. <laughs> Fair enough. I mean... <laughs> Lieutenant Surge is her nickname. So, I mean. <laughs> yep. <laughs> awesome. Okay. So, what is our question for this and upcoming week? It is a special question. We're trying something a little different. We're going to be asking you guys what makes you stick with gaming? Why do you keep playing video games? Honestly, I wanted to ask this question because, as some of you know on our Discord, I really haven't been playing games, not even Ori. So I'm kind of trying to find some inspiration and I want to know what what keeps you guys coming back to this amazing hobby. So let us know what keeps you <laughs> playing games. Let's all help Sergio. <laughs> you know, this could actually be a full episode <laughs> just based off that one question. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> well, we'll answer the question. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see. Wait, bye. All ears. right. Cool. I just I just looked it up and uh, a rock dark type Pokemon. I'm totally Tyranitar. So yeah, there you go. Oh, that's a nice. good one. That's not a bad one to be. So there you go. <laughs> uh, you know what? A water steel Pokemon, Empoleon. Oh my goodness! All right, yeah, all right. Oh, yeah. I would totally be that kind of Pokemon. Uh, a <laughs> trident of a penguin. Hell yeah, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, fair enough. So I think at this point, I think it's time to go. Yeah. It is. Yeah, thanks for listening, everyone. We're going to jump out of here. But you can keep the discussion going by chatting with us on our Discord group. The description for this episode has a link to our Discord if you would like to join. We are also on Twitter and on Instagram as Nintendo Jump, and we also have a Facebook group. Please send us any feedback you have at nintendojumppodcast at gmail.com. The best way to support this show is through our Patreon page, which is patreon.com slash nintendojump, or by leaving a review for the show in your favorite podcast application. We would really appreciate it. This is Sergio, and on behalf of Daryl and Kevin, thank you for listening. We hope you have a great week. Bye-bye. Ha 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 ha, yeah. 
<laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> gonna have a good time. <laughs> ba -ba 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 Be yourself. <laughs> Try to have a. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Bye. Killer Queen Black Killer Queen Black Killer Queen Black